This episode of Dying Alone Together is brought to you exclusively by Satisfyer. Oh, good. Like, it's. I always get asked if, like, oh, does that wake you up at night? I actually find it very, it's like a soothing white noise. I kind of, I know what you mean. Welcome back, everybody. We're in episode two. So hopefully you enjoyed uh, our conversation last week and you're down for some more swiping. I'm, of course, Jack Tracy. My name is JJ Bozeman. And this is Dying Alone Together, uh, which is what JJ and I are currently doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we. When we talked about doing this podcast, we met in Williamsburg yep. to discuss like what the format would be and what the sections would be and the things we wanted to talk about. And you were like, oh, well, I have some good like dating stories <laughs> or, or, or so- I forget how this, I don't remember how it came up, you know, but you told me a story that blew my fucking mind. Okay. And I want you to share it with our, with okay. our guests. Yes. And before I start, I will say mm-hmm. that we started the meeting talking about uh, online dating mm-hmm. and, you know, the etiquette of, of, of being on an app. Mm-hmm. And I shared this story with you because mm-hmm. it's not a reality story. And I thought it was off That's the record. That's why. Yes. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. Like, off the record. Let me share a story, Jack. Uh-huh. Flash forward to this moment now. Yeah. We yeah. Bo- I, I cleared this. With, I'm not, oh, of course. I have not surprised I'm you. I'm consenting. You are consenting. Of course, there was of con- course. We, we believe in consent here on the Dying Alone podcast. Yes. And we, we uh, pressure everyone else to believe in consent as well. Yeah. All right. All right. And then my, my second preface to this story is that there is room for judgment on my decision making i feel there's and i'm 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 very uh open to that you think yes okay yes i'm saying i can tell the story and hear myself tell it and i know the parts that are what the fuck and as as he is telling the story what's going to happen is you're going to start hearing the sort of low hum it's like it's like the 50 50 hertz and that is not um interference from my phone that is not uh, the train outside as we were just talking about it is my judgment on a low simmer <laughs> so go ahead jj okay all right so uh this happened so right now we're recording and it is uh what month are we in right now we're in april in april yes so this was within the month one of the very first days in New York City that was 60 degrees outside. You know, we've had winter and we're all anxious to get outside and kind of enjoy the sun. Finally, a 60 degree day. So I decided I'm going to not make plans with anyone. I'm going to go to the park and sit in the sun and get a cup of coffee and just kind of people watch or journal or, you know, do whatever I want in a very like relaxed way. I live in Bed-Stuy, by the way. So I was walking to Herbert Von King Park. Um, Would you like to tell uh, listeners your exact address? No. Okay. Just, you know, that's enough. I um, Just to give, I don't know, I want to build the world a little bit. I'm walking to Herbert Von King Park. Paint us a picture, JJ. Yes. Herbert Von King Park, 60 degree day, not too many clouds in the sky. I have my headphones on and I'm probably, I'm listening to like another podcast. And I'm, uh, it's probably, it, it's not the quickest walk to the park. I wanted to stroll for a bit. Mm-hmm. And then I finally am crossing the street into the park. And like I said, I had my headphones on and then, 
there's a person who's kind of waving at me, gesturing to ask a question. I am just glad to hear that that happens to other people because I wear these headphones that you're currently looking at me mm-hmm. having duty. on, which are heavy duty, leave me the fuck alone headphones. Uh, I usually also have a hat, uh, a hoodie, and I'm walking a dog and by God, everyone on the street wants to talk to me. It still occurred to me, like as this person was waving at me, I was like, "Ugh, what? What's what's not? What what is about? What about this says I'm open for general conversation." But the other thought that crosses my mind is, "Oh, this person might like apparently maybe their stakes are high enough that this is worth it to them that they need to get my attention." Of course. So I uh, pull off the headphones and I'm like, "Hi, what's up?" And this person's like, "Hi, excuse me, I'm sorry. Are you from around here? Uh, I'm looking to get to Ralph Avenue." Now I. I- Okay, so other than other than needing directions to Ralph Avenue, is there anything like well, describe this person to us? <laughs> this person is I ugh, I should have educated myself on more vocabulary about the clothing, I believe, because I don't know any technical words. I'm sorry in advance. This person was an Orthodox Jewish man. Um, he was by his van, I think, making like a delivery or something. Uh, but yeah, he he had the black and white uh, outfit on, full long sleeves, even though the day was. The one of the first days that I got to kind of like, you know, sure. roll my sleeves up. And um, he had a hat and the curly hair, which has a name. And I, I am yeah, ashamed. Yeah, I can't remember either. And, and to be clear, we're describing this because, like, that's in New York, that's actually probably pretty common. It, yes. But for other, other listeners, like this would, like when I grew up in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, for me, that's like being signaled by an Amish person is sort of like my, yeah. like, corollary to that experience where it's like, Oh, oh, you're talking to me. This I don't regularly interact with someone of this community. Okay. So that's why we're we're telling it that it is a cross community um interaction with a stranger. Right. And he is approaching from a windowless van. Continue. I uh no, he 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 was on the sidewalk and he asked where Ralph Avenue was and if I could help him out. And I, you know, had I I was familiar with Ralph Avenue, and so I was like, yes, but let me give you the most direct route. And I pulled my phone out to pull out the map app map app out. And, uh, which also, again, yeah. Do we, in my situation, it would make sense if an Amish person didn't have a phone. We all have phones. Okay. Like, I do not understand asking anybody for directions. Okay. Because, they, like, it's like, can you Google that for me? Like, we all have it. Sure. We all have it. I, you, you don't need another person for, right, this, right. for this for this interaction, unless you're literally like, oh, wait, is this the street or is this the street? My sense of, like, I think this comes from, like, being, I don't know, improv teaches you to justify. So I was like, oh, maybe his phone's dead. Like, I have, like, immediately an answer for why, you know, I need to stop what I'm doing. And also, I hadn't, I wasn't, like, I wasn't on my way to meet someone. I wasn't, there was no deadline to meet. I was mm-hmm. strolling and mm-hmm. I was going to the park. So, hey, here's an opportunity to help this stranger. Great. Um, <laughs> I so I'm on my phone, and he he does clock that. He notices it and acknowledges, like, "Oh my gosh, you're so nice. Thank you so much for stopping and helping me." And um, I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's no problem. Yeah, there's some nice people. I'm happy to help." And I'm typing in Ralph Avenue, and if you do that, it's going to bring up like the Ralph Avenue train stop. It's going to bring up like the Ralph Avenue consignment store, the Ralph Avenue body shop. And I was kind of scrolling, trying to find the direct route just straight up to Ralph Avenue. And I was having a little bit, a bit of a trouble. So I'm fidgeting with my phone for a sec and I'm letting him know like, oh, sorry, hold on. And uh, he's like, oh, it's okay. But can I, can I ask you a personal question? And here is where my alarm bell immediately goes off. A stranger has asked me for directions and now needs... So my... If I didn't have the visual, I would have assumed you were speaking to 
a an unhoused person who was about to ask you for money. Mm-hmm. That's what I would have thought this is because it's usually the like, oh, can you give me directions? Yeah, you know, I just need a tube dollars to get on the bus. You know, it's always something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. So that's where my but but because this is someone with a vehicle and making deliveries, like th- th- so so I don't have a justification for why anyone would need to ask me mm-hmm. a personal question. Sure, but continue. My and let me tell you, whenever that happened, my immediate thought was, oh, um, I wonder if this is going to be a religious kind of evangelist experience i was ready i like my knee-jerk reaction was he's going to talk to me about god like i just was ready for that and i was bracing myself for that specifically Uh uh-huh didn't think of that yeah okay yeah makes sense and um i so you know that's that came out in the tone i remember answering like "Uh, sure (laughs) and um just kind of ready for the worst or at least you know what i could anticipate to be the worst and um he said are you are you gay or straight or whatever and I, especially with like the adage of like, or whatever, I was ready for the worst again. And I, well, I was, you know, I, Oh, you want the damn gays? Yeah. And I was, I, I remember I was wearing like a big flowy uh, You look like a faggot. I did. Yeah. I was wearing a big flowy sweater. <laughs> I'm just wondering. And I had like tight pants on, I'm pretty sure. And I had, I had like a bag. I have like a bag that I carry, but it's not like a backpack. It's like a, a arm bag. Yeah. A, a notable fashion attire of the gays. Yes. Yeah. It was like a purse. And, um. <laughs> I so he clocked your mercy yes. and said, "Do you suck dick?" He one hundred percent did. Cool. And, um, I I was like, "Oh God, yeah, I'm gay." Because I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna like try and fib my way out. Like whatever my anticipations were coming next, I decided to stay with honesty. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, I'm gay," and I was like, I, in my head, I'm thinking, "Is that a problem?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, which I would have verbalized, right? Because I'm aggressive. But continue. No, I I said, "Yep, I'm gay," and he said, "Oh, okay." Um, you know what? That's that's totally fine. I actually feel better about that. Which is when I was like, interesting. Totally fine. So the totally fine is always always sort of like, oh, thank you for your permission. Uh, but then, but that makes me feel more mm-hmm. comfortable. Yeah, I have no words. Continue. And in that moment, I was like, oh, you know what? It's twenty twenty one. Nice. This you know Orthodox Jewish man is uh, comfortable with me being a gay man. More. And- comfortable more comfortable now that i'm not straight um and i you know but i'm on my feet and i don't know exactly what that means i don't know anything so your feet much longer (laughs) and i'm on my phone still fidgeting by the way so the whole entire time i'm like fuck not ralph train state ralph avenue train station not whatever and still like am i i'm kind of like blushing and like what's going on what 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 and he's like yeah no it makes me more comfortable um I hope this isn't too much to say, but you're you're pretty handsome. Can I see you without the mask on? And I kind of like smiled, leaned back a little bit, and kind of like flashed him my face really quick. And he's like, "Wow, you're really really handsome." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this guy is uh, you know flirting with me now, and it's so uh, I don't know. Like it's sort of refreshing because I wasn't anticipating that. I was expecting it to be judgmental, and he's actually just kind of like." He's expressing his attraction, which he's not allowed to do regularly, perhaps. And I, I was, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Right. I'm also a lot of this is going to be speculation and, yes, and assumption. Speculation. But um, but, so, but at okay. no point at this juncture mm-hmm. has it entered your mind mm-hmm. that this this meet cute mm-hmm. um is in any way preplanned is a a a um. A, a a regular occurrence of this gentleman. It, it, you think that this is just like 
a spontaneous moment that is just unfolded uh, by the hand of fate. I will say in the moment, I was very much like this. A, it's all happening. Yeah, I, w- I was thinking this is a present moment and I don't think it's too... Um, I, I, well, like, because there would have been so many opportunities for it to, to you know, be sh- be an ending conversation, like, really quickly. Like, hey, sorry, I can't. I'm not going to help you find Royal Avenue. Hey, oh, I don't know. It's I know it's that way. It's West. I think if you just head West, right. eventually, like, whatever. Like, there was a lot of opportunity to just end the thing and just be whatever. So the fact that it had gotten that far was now just, yeah, I don't know. It was a full moment that I'm, like, down to observe and just kind of, like, you know, be like, what is this person? What do they want? Right. Where at this moment, I would have Ralph Avenued in my mouth. Continue. <laughs> I, um, I, you know, so where were we? I, I um, you uh, took off your face mask in the middle of a pandemic yeah. to smile at a stranger. Exactly. Yes. Okay. And then I, I put my mask back on and he starts to compliment me more and just say, oh, you're so handsome. Oh, I hope it's not too much for me to say. And I'm kind of laughing saying, oh, no, no, you're fine. Don't worry. That's a compliment. I appreciate it. And then he uh, he's like, can I tell you, my heart is beating so fast right now. And I was like, what? Are you okay? Like, what's wrong? I mean, I do like that he's constantly, all of his engagements with you are always a, he's asking permission to take the next step of his mm -hmm. carefully curated plan. Mm -hmm. Um, So everything's, can I ask you? Can I do this? Can I, Mm -hmm. can I, like he is Mm -hmm. asking for your consent to every step, which you know what is the nicest, nicest way to be creepy. Um, (laughs) Let me continue. I, uh, you know, was still like blushing at all of this attention and he was like, my heart is beating so fast Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm like holding, he's holding on his own chest and saying, I can feel it through like my eight layers of clothes and like, what the fuck are you doing wearing eight layers and in a 60 degree day or whatever. And he was like, do you want to, do you want to, can I show you? And he like grabbed my hand and put it on his chest and I could feel his heart definitely, you know, just thumping like you'd expect someone who's very nervous. And so I was like, are you okay? That's a lot. And I mean, I'm also kind of nervous and blushy and kind of suspicious and very like, okay, this is a uh, progressing. I put my hands on a person. Like it's very, uh, uh, what, what? Mm-hmm. And, um, finally I find the quickest route to Ralph Avenue. So I let him know, okay, you're going to go down six blocks. And that's, that's the episode title. Quickest way to Ralph Avenue. Oh my God. Okay. So you go down six blocks and then you're going to turn left and just keep going until you get to Ralph Avenue. It's probably, you know, five long Avenue drives. Mm. Um, something like that. I can't remember if, if you know Herbert Von King, then you know, but anyway, um, I, I found it. I showed him on my phone. I, um, I, yeah, I was ready to kind of like show him and kind of end the moment and be like, that was sweet. Like mm-hmm. I got this guy to flirt with me a little bit or whatever. Or he, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. get him to, but he he offered that up and mm-hmm. that was cool. And uh, so our, we're ending our moment. He's like, thank you so much. Oh my gosh. And then, you know, the last moment I'm thinking about coffee and he's like, can I ask you one more personal question? Okay, and here we go. He lets me know. I don't want to, I don't want to be strange. I don't want it to be weird. I don't want to uh, upset you. I, it's kind of personal. And at this point I'm very like my, I have one foot out the door already. I'm like, okay, I'm already, you know, I came here for the park and I don't know what this is. Uh, and so I told him, this is what I said. I said, you can ask whatever question, but my answer, I'll be honest. Like, I don't know if I don't want to answer, then I won't, I guess. Wait, 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 wait. I think you're skipping a part of the story that I remember you telling me. What? Uh, unless you're getting, and this is this, I don't think this is what you're getting to. But wasn't there something about 
his gaze. Oh my God! Yes. Okay. This is important. Yeah. This is important. So we Thank haven't you. gotten to this yet. We're still getting the Ralph Avenue together. So um, okay, like backtrack a little bit. He's it's whenever he tells me that I'm handsome and I show him my face and he's like, oh yeah, my heart's racing. Mm-hmm. Within that, he also is like, I'm I'm on my phone, not looking and making eye contact with him, but he's like kind of looking me up and down, sizing me up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, thank you so much for helping me, and you're so handsome, and I can't stop looking at you, and you know where I'm looking, and I. <laughs> It was you so immediately, where I, yeah, I, you know, had like a knee jerk reaction where I just kind of like seized a little bit and I was like, what? This is so incredibly forward, but at the same time, so like reserved and consent, like he's doing both. Like he's asking, he's being aggressive while also kind of like. And your attitude, you're just like a, you're like a a melting giddy schoolgirl at this point. I You're mean, just I'm, like fully flattered and like warm and like, what is, ha- what is happening? I'm flattered, but I'm also kind of suspicious and I'm th- like, right. there's a little bit of everything going on. A little danger, on. a little, yeah. whereas my initial knee jerk reaction is, I don't think Dick's kosher, buddy. <laughs> um, but okay. Right. Uh, it might not be kosher, but that, you know, the appetite isn't always for something kosher, you know? And, um, I, <laughs> if, if we're going to sin, let's just sin. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> again, I know nothing about the views of, I'm just making assumptions. Yeah. So he asks if he can, so, okay, that happened. I find Ralph Avenue. I get him on his way. And then last mm-hmm. moment, there's like yeah. a hanging question mm-hmm. of, can I ask you one more personal question? Mm-hmm. I say, okay, yeah. just ask it. I don't know what I'll answer. And he says, I think. I'm about to get into the back of my van first and jack off. Do you want to watch? And I looked at him and I thought about my day and I said, sure. Great. So this is where, as JJ was initially retelling the story to me at our coffee, Mm-hmm. that I realized that this had to be on the podcast because <laughs> I think it's important for JJ, for all of us, for listeners, feel free to, to message him. Um, for oh, man, uh, for JJ to realize what we were all taught, hopefully, as children, which is that you don't go into the back of a windowless van with a stranger who picks you up off the street. Mm-hmm. But I'm um, here's okay. I could defend myself all day long and say we're in a. Um, Mm-hmm. stressful situation where you know decision making is kind of different than it normally would be oh, i uh-huh. haven't had the same interactions with penis that i normally might would have and also okay can i also say this man was uh probably a good four inches shorter than i was his kind of demeanor was very apologetic and um like sensitive to my feelings and all of that also kind of reassured me that oh this person is actually just kind of desperate to uh, express himself in a way that he's not able to express himself otherwise. And that was that is where my mind kind of had him, the story that I was telling myself about him. So you have painted yourself in the role mm-hmm. of his, like you are going to give him mm-hmm. the gay experience that he certainly doesn't have in the back of that van at least twice a week. Uh, with an unsuspecting passing stranger. And I will say at this point, I still didn't know if this was a game that he played or if this was a character that he put on to get, you know, action or whatever. But I, I I think I was more, I'm, I'm a trusting person. I earnestly thought like, you know, this isn't his game. This is just something that happened because there's so many chances for me to say no. So why did this? And I was also thinking he asked 
maybe the only right person these questions. Yeah. Just remind me, after this podcast, okay. I have a lot of headshots of you from over the years. Okay. Which one do you want me to give the nightly news when we're looking for you? Yeah, okay. Cool. Well, uh, that's, this story is not over. No, it's not. Okay. I said, sure. Mm -hmm. And I... Um, as soon as I, the word left my mouth, of course, I'm also thinking like, oh, JJ, what the hell? What are you doing? But also, okay, what you're doing the thing. You're doing something. And so, by the way, it's it's 2 p.m. is whenever I'm trying to go get a coffee and like be in the park. So it's... Good minivan, uh, good uh, windowless van jerk off time. It's okay. By the way, there were there's still windows on the back of the van, which was my th next thing. I was like, hey, it's so like... It's it's out in the open. It's really public out here. I don't feel so good about like the potential of like a person walking by, a child walking by. When he reassures me, like, oh no no no, these windows are very tinted, and I look, and they were. And so we but, but we but we, you asked him. I asked what? Didn't you ask him to go? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm getting there. I we get into the back of the van and. We were parked on the park, and literally people are walking within ten feet mm -hmm. to get into the park, and that's whenever I immediately decide to like change my mind about um doing it there <laughs> so i said hey sorry no this is so visible we shouldn't do this right here do you want to pull around the corner you asked him to move to a more secluded location yes you asked I'm your abductor yes. to take you my to the abductor. second location you know they say like that's the one thing don't let them take you to the second location because then like we're God. never going to find you i really learned you nothing asked mm -hmm. to be taken yeah. hey Someone's going to catch you if you murder me here. Uh -huh. Like, please, at least do it right. Yeah, you know, hey, go big or go home. Right? No, no, no. I'm not advocating for anyone to make decisions like this, by the no way. No one get in the back of a van no, with a stranger. No, please, no. Don't say, Ugh, that's like my biggest fear is that someone's going to hear this story and think like this is the way to do it. I wanted to start it off with there's so much room to judge me in my decision making because... There is. And I could have been hurt. And it crossed my mind. I'm in the back of the van and it's like, it's not a van with like, like seats. It's just like a van with a floor and there's a bunch of cardboard boxes that I presume he was delivering. Some plastic tarps. So there won't be any mess. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. And it did occur to me like, what if this guy's got a jackhammer or whatever? Or like a... Wait. A, not a jackhammer. Wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> no. no a, I meant no, like a no, hammer. We're not going to... <laughs> Okay. But what if he's got a jackhammer? <laughs> you know what I meant. Because that's, Oops, that's not my phone. That's, me. that's how he's going to murder you. Oh, I don't know what I got. What if, what, it's a battery. What if, anyway. What if he had a jackhammer? Yeah, what if he's got a bulldozer back here? <laughs> I wasn't, you know, but the point Lo is. Lo and behold, we soon find out he does have a jackhammer. You know, right I, uh. <sighs> Wait, no, then you corrected yourself and you're like. What if he has a hammer? Because yeah, like, jack all, like not a knife, not no. a gun, no, not uh, hammers. Where my brain went, I don't know why. That's so scary. That's just so scary. Knife is too predictable, and like I don't know, hammer would be a little. Ugh. What if he had a hammer? All of it's terrifying. It's bad. It's really bad, guys. But I, I um, yeah, I wondered if he had a hammer, and so it scared me a little bit. I was like, I pulled out my phone to drop a pin and send to my best friend. Also a good tip, even if you're meeting up with a person from an app, by the way, um, go do it in public. Oh, that's the other thing, by the way. Another sense of security that I had is like, we're in Brooklyn. There's tons of people. I'm going to like kick and like whatever. There's like, I feel a sense of security in New York walking home drunk sometimes because if you're in trouble, someone's going to hear about it and there will be like a, a paper trail or like a breadcrumb trail. Do you do, are we not? I know it sounds bad. I'm saying no, it and I hate it. I mean it. that the, 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 
I think it was a woman. Oh, apologies if I'm getting this wrong, but the poor woman who was who the doorman just watched her get beaten on the street. You're right. Yeah, that did happen recently. Yes. Yeah. Um, Two people just watched it happen. Yeah, so that's I true. Be by so by sure standards, they're not always going to, to, film to it. help. You're right. And upload it to Instagram, but they're not going to help you. It's true, you guys. So do not make decisions like I did. I, but I, I'm just, so I'm providing. You are still with us and you have both kidneys. I do. So let's, let's, let us know the, the happy, the happy ending. All right. Of this story. So I tell him it's too public. I don't feel comfortable. He's like, okay. And I'm like, let's just, just pull around like a corner. Cause I don't know, a residential street where no one's kind of walking. Maybe that's better. So we do. And of course it occurs to me while he's in the driver's seat and the van is moving and I'm sitting on a cardboard box. Oh fuck. I'm in the back of a van with a stranger on a cardboard box. And that's not a good look. Mm -mm. Um, And we drive, uh, I don't know, like two minutes maybe. And then there is an open spot that uh, he can park on the street. And it's a, you know, more, more discreet area (laughs) as much as you can be. And then um, he goes to pull into the spot but as he's doing so, four Orthodox men round the corner in front of us. And I can see them from where I'm sitting. And he doesn't say anything. He just peels out of the spot and keeps going and passes the men and says, sorry, sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't stop. And I'm like, I saw what you saw. I understand. And again, like the apologetic energy, the earnestness of this man was kind of, I'm a trusting idiot, but like I totally, I was, I got it. You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. whatever. So we find a more discreet spot. Probably not another four minutes from where we were, which sounds it's kind of a long time because then like I'm counting every second when I'm in the back of the van, honestly, because I'm also thinking about how far we're going. I'm thinking about how far my apartment is, which the other kind of like redeeming quality is that we're driving in the direction of my apartment from the park. So I'm like, all right, I know I know where I am, whatever. I'm 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 I'm, I've got power in this situation. Um, (laughs) And we find a spot, pull over. He hops in the back of the van. And also by this point, I also did clock that the windows are very nice and tinted. So I don't feel as insecure of like someone, even on like the sidewalk. Like I think it's anyway, we're in, we're in a good spot. He gets in the back of the uh, van. And as I'm sure you can imagine by this time, it's going to happen. Uh, but and I also am aware it's, we're in a pandemic and I'm in an enclosed space with uh, a man who is might have a hammer. Might have a hammer. And also, you know, who knows if either one of us has COVID and can transmit to the other. And I was thinking about all of this. I'm like, I'm not a good decision maker right now. Anyway, he pulls his Coke can penis out. It's very nice. He's a redhead. Oh, I shouldn't give too many details about him, but there's plenty of redhead Orthodox men. Sure. Probably many with Coke can penises, hopefully. Yeah. And um, he gets to playing with himself. They are God's chosen people. So. And Right. And I um, was very excited about that. Finally get to see a dick in person for a minute. And... um. I, you know, I'm turned on too, not even just by this man, but by like the scenario. I don't know what is wrong with my sex brain that like a little bit of like spontaneity and adventure is so turn on. Like this is, I'm going to, by the way, submit this to my therapist. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of unpacking to do and hopefully the comment sections or the emails and stuff. Hopefully you guys can help me unpack. That'd be great. But um, I get excited and I join him and I let him kind of grab mine and then I go to grab his, and as soon as I make a fist around his, he makes some noises, and oh, da 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 da. He uh, has a pretty explosive orgasm, full body, and kind of like hunches, and is just very excited by my touch. And it was, I mean, it was cool to me. I was, you know, I don't know. I kind of am a person who even, I don't mind if someone finishes early. I kind of feel accomplished. And I don't know. I was like, all right, that's done. I, cool. 
And I was like, I'm not going to finish, by the way, but that was fun. And he's like, OK, cool. Let me grab you a napkin because I, you know, I got some on my hand and um, <laughs> I clean off my hand and he's like, cool, let me get he gets in the driver's seat and he's like, can I take you back to the park or is that um, is there anywhere better? I'm like, no, 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 the park's great. That's where I was going to go sit. And so we're, you know, about like seven, eight minutes away from the park. And we have that entire time that I, my brain is just firing off with questions. I'm like, Hey, I'm so curious about you. I hope this was okay for you. Cause I don't want this to be like a, you know, something that brings you shame or whatever, but how are you feeling right now? And he lets me know, like, you know, I, uh, I've never been with a man before and I'd never, I didn't get clarification if that means he's never had like penetrative sex or if he's never whatever fooled around at all, or I didn't get clarification. I mean, at this point we can all assume that maybe he's been ballsy enough to, to flirt or like to do similar things, but I didn't clarify with him. So he tells me that he's never been with a man before. He remembered having feelings when he was young, but his culture, he's not allowed to. And I share an anecdote with him that, you know, you're not the first closeted Jewish man that I've hooked up with. And that's another story. But um, he, you know, is does, does it involve another near abduction? No, there's no van or hammers involved in the other one. Okay. And uh, he was super surprised by that, though. Like he was earnestly like, what? And I'm like, duh. And I, well, you know, not to be rude, but I was like, there's it's, you know, a percentage of the population and it doesn't you know, matter what religion or, or culture you're from. Like it's still going to it's still there. And he's like, yeah, we just don't talk about it. And we're absolutely not allowed to. And I forgot to mention to him all the stories that I've heard about, like the Turkish baths and things where like, you know, Orthodox men will go there together and just to kind of get off. But it's not really breaking the rules if it's because of like a masseuse or something, you know, like there's like a like I've heard stories that I thought I could share with him that would be helpful to him. But I neglected to. But I still, you know, we're asking questions. I'm like, so what is your vibe? What's, you know, I hope this is okay. Da, 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 da. And he, I also, I'm like, what's your name? And he tells me, and I won't say it, but no, he, don't. no. And, um, it was Ben Platt. <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, and I, you know, I kind of just wanted to make sure that he wasn't, there's always that feeling like after a person does something gay and they're closeted, maybe they just feel like extreme shame sure. or anger or something. And you know, that still crossed my mind. So I'm kind of on, you know, defense mode a little bit, but I'm kind of interviewing him for eight minutes of what that's about. And I was, you know, also sharing with him that, ah, I wish this was as easy for you as it is for me. I can, you know, let someone know that I have an attraction to them. And, uh, depending on what the vibe is, things go from there. Um, and for you that there's so many more obstacles and I kind of just hope that whatever you do, that you find a way to be yourself and be happy. And it was so like received I felt. And he was just, you know, like, yeah, I, I don't know what's ahead and kind of honest about the fact that he is involved in a culture that even though he knows it doesn't um, help him be himself, that doesn't mean you can just leave. That's not that easy. And I, you know, I don't know. I had like a lot of respect for, him honestly he just is is living a life that i can't relate to and still doing his best like everybody so in conclusion um turned out great turned out i am not convinced this is the first time that's happened no me neither it feels like when the the series of can i ask a question can i ask a question question? that feels like a routine so so that's another thing that he brought up on our drive back, actually. He's like, yeah, you know, I don't know if I committed a crime just now. And I mean, like, jacking up in public? Probably. And no, 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 no. I don't think you I... in public. I think you can do it in your car. Okay, I'm not sure. Because if people... Mm-hmm. You can't just, like, drive around jacking off. People can see you sometimes. Oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> anyway, he was thinking that he sexually harassed me just by 
telling me that I was attractive. Like he was, he was like convinced. He's like, I don't know what the laws are. I really don't know if I sexually harassed you, if someone can charge me for asking a question or for charge me for like expressing that I'm attracted to them. Cause I don't know. It's very like, it's not a situation that comes up in my community. So we don't have conversations about it. I'm like, you can look up the law, but, um, but I still believed him. And it sounded like, you know, he earnestly, I was going to say, you don't know a lawyer? Oh, God. <laughs> Damn it. I might leave that in. Okay. We'll leave a timestamp here just in case. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I believe that he's he, he was coming from a place of, 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 of naivety and kind of insecurity, and I felt fine being his one-off because we didn't my i've told the story to a couple people and they're always like oh my god did you get his number Mm. and no all we were all we traded was first names and now every time that i'm you know in the park i do check for a van and like i wonder when i'm gonna if i if i ever see that person event again my fantasy is that i'll be at metropolitan or phoenix bar i'll be at a gay bar in new york city and i'll look up and i'll recognize his face perhaps and he's you know and he's he's still exploring who he is and having a good time and in kind of uh figuring out how to fulfill his his himself sorry time after time was just playing in my mind um great so the the, we yes Mm -hmm. i am glad if at face value this was a a repressed a person who felt repressed in their sexuality getting to have an experience and maybe that experience um encourages them to move further along their journey or at least gives them momentary relief Mm -hmm. and will certainly be a very pleasant memory for them Mm -hmm. worst case scenario this is a a a racket run by somebody who does this normally Mm -hmm. probably still isn't out and probably still doesn't have a great you know relationship with their sexuality Mm -hmm. um and you didn't but even in that case, still, I guess, okay. Um, in, in either situation, you didn't get murdered, which was yeah. a very real possibility. Yeah. Um, so uh, during the break, we're going to uh, contemplate um, mortality. And when we're back, we're going to get to swiping to see if we can get me almost murdered too. Thanks, you guys. All right, so these days, life can feel a bit repetitive. Yeah, um, no matter how much I'm into somebody, it can get monotonous. Well, there is good news, because Satisfier, the sponsor of this podcast, uh, just released a new app-enabled vibrator. Actually, several new app-enabled vibrators that allow you to spice things up. I heard that with the vibes, you can take control or give up control, whether with someone in the room or on the other side of the world. If you are alone right now, your sex life does not need to suffer. Satisfier's new line of app-enabled vibrators allow you to personalize your own programs. You can be more reflective, curious, and really tune in to your own personal pleasure. I mean, wouldn't you want to connect with your partner's pleasure even when they're away? Yeah. yeah a distance often disconnects people, but Satisfier's new app actually utilizes distance as a way to heighten intimacy. With the Satisfier Connect app, you can control each other's pleasure devices and see each other's responses in real time. You know, the app is actually a great way to stay connected with your significant other, and that was really important to me during the pandemic. There were several people, you know, sex friends, that moved away and we stayed in touch through FaceTime. If I had had this app and these devices during that time... Oh. Oh my God. I can't imagine how much more fun we would have had. Mm. Satisfier's devices 
devices are cutting edge and they're delivered in beautiful, high quality designs. And, you know, I made a rant about that, about how sometimes sex toys are like, you know, they're too, too candy and too, <laughs> too colorful and too glittery. No, not satisfiers. These are sexy. These are cutting edge, beautiful, high quality. And the best part is that they're at the most affordable prices. Also, Satisfier's new line of products is Bluetooth enabled to connect with their award winning app, the Satisfier Connect app. And it works with Android, Apple, and iWatch. So you, what you do with the app is you turn your phone into a live remote control for your pleasure device. You can control the speed and the vibration length. Mm. You can even make, like, custom creative sequences. Or you could put someone else in control of your device. No, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, perfect for playing with someone at a distance, uh, a foreign love affair, uh, a boo on a trip, anything. The superintendent at the school. Absolutely. You can also call or chat with your partner through their app with disappearing messages. Now, I ask this probably once a day. Yeah. Can you fuck your favorite song? Yes. The music play feature allows you to connect to Apple Music or Spotify and your connected device will respond to the beat of the music. Or, and I'm, I'm big on this or, mm-hmm. if your favorite song is actually the voice of your lover. Ooh. There's an ambient sound feature that's going to pick up on the vibe of their voice and turn that into vibration. And I am very much going to incorporate that into some long-distance roleplay. Oh, my God. Voices. Satisfier uses the highest privacy protection with their app. They do not save your data. Um, You don't even need your email address to sign in. Yeah, they use a strong bond technology that prevents anyone from tracking, exchanging data, or taking over your Bluetooth once your devices are bonded. That would suck. I mean, okay, but would it? Well, if someone's t- like, oh my God, hack my hack my vibrator. God, hack my vibrator. Uh, There's potential there. I, you, uh, I'm, I'm listeners. You can you won't be able to because of their their strong bond technology. But you, if you hacked my vibrator, I would. I don't think I'd be mad. Maybe we'll do a giveaway. <laughs> Here's the Bluetooth connection to my vibrator. I mean, how many times have you started your session with your pleasure device only to find that the battery was dead within minutes? M- many times. It's just the saddest thing in the world. But once you pair your Satisfier Connect app with your device, you'll always know what the battery life is. All right. Well, lucky for you, Satisfier is offering you, the listener, 30% off all of their app-enabled devices. All you have to do is go to Satisfier.com, and that's Satisfier with a Y. S-A-T-I-S-F-Y. ER.com, and we have a discount code DAT30, Dying Alone Together, D-A-T-30. Just enter that at checkout. Again, if you're looking for one of our favorite new devices, uh, you'll find it at Satisfier.com, but that's Satisfier, S-A-T-I-S-F-Y-E-R.com. And you can use the code DAT30, that's D-A-T-30, for 30% off, you guys. We are back to get to swiping. So this is our recurring segment called Swiped Out. Uh, let's see if we can find... What if we came across him? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. That would also be a fantasy. I'm not on the apps, so I didn't imagine this that. This is my app. I'm, I get the beer can cock next time. You do. Absolutely. I would afford it to you completely. I'm going to do more than touch it. What... Mm. Um, which okay, so last time, what did we do? We did OK Cupid last time. Would you like to continue with OK Cupid? Would you like to transition to a new? Let's app? try Tinder. Let's try Tinder. So my relationship with Tinder is that there are a lot of bots, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of like really wild profiles. So the one thing about Tinder, JJ, as okay. I teach you about the dating apps, that is interesting. Let's yeah. go to, is that like OK Cupid, 
you get to see the people that liked you. Oh, okay. And decide. Um, the other thing you get to see is right next to it. So I, I've just opened it. I have 36 likes. Oh. Um, but you can also see your likes sent. Okay. And the thing that I always like to do um, when I feel like emotionally cutting myself is to flip between the the image of likes and likes sent and just see the real juxtaposition in the types of men that I'm interested in versus the types of men that are interested in me. Uh, right now... I only want what I can't have, so I understand. Great. So um, let's let's actually just like, you know, let's clean house. Let's get through my legs. Oh, I see some yeah, real wait, contenders in this. You're doing great. Ooh, I, that's why I have airplane mode. Oh, you're on mode airplane mode. That's there it. we go. So I see some real contenders here. So first thing I like to do mm-hmm. is I like to sweep through the obvious people that I'm just like, I am not physically attracted to this person. So this is a this is a grid as well, in a way. It's almost like yeah. it's a grid and a swipey situation. Right. Okay. So. Um, oh, my God. There's a dog. There's a dog. Um, that is, it's only a dog as his profile picture. So let's start with, so let's start with the dog then. Okay. I'm getting a lot of messages. You um, are. so this is not the first picture. So with Tinder, what also Tinder will do is it will prioritize the picture that people are responding to the most. OMG. Um, so for this, it's his dog. Okay. All right. So <sighs> this gentleman, we'll call him, you gasped, do you know this person? No, I thought I did for a second actually. Uh, we'll call him Thomas. Okay. Thomas is a business owner. He is a Brazilian man living in New York for mm-hmm. a long time. He's easygoing and good companion, healthy and hard worker, looking for someone who has a good soul. Must like my cute golden doodle too. Yeah. Maxie won't, but oh. yeah. If you are afraid that my dog could scratch your floors, please don't like me. Okay. Looking for new friends and LTR. Mm-hmm. So the only thing that sticks out to me in this is he has had a problem with people not liking the dog. Like there's a lot of emphasis on the like, don't come at me, don't be a, af- yeah. like, I need to be able to bring my dog to your place. Yeah. So he has had, who doesn't, if anything, I'm encountering people all the time who are like, only want to talk to me because of my dog. Right. Yeah, yeah, dogs. I, I I don't have a dog myself, but I have um, watched friends' dogs and dog walked for people, and I, it's definitely like a aphrodisiac almost. Like people want to talk to you, like you're just more accessible because you have an animal. Mm-hmm. Um, and his golden doodle is very cute. Oh, the golden doodle is absolutely beautiful. beautiful. He, however, I'm not physically attracted. Really, to him. he's really cute. Mm-hmm. So we have a different type. Yeah, he has like a like nice smile, friendly looking person. You- I'd say. I disagree. Wow. Disagree. Okay, the angle's not great. All, all, so here's a pro tip. Pro tip, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Every single picture is a down angle. Yeah. Not, not great. Going up your nose is never. But it's because he's always wearing a hat. And it's because he's he his... is, he's trying to, but then he exposes that he doesn't have hair. And let me tell you right now, mm-hmm. anybody out there who is self-conscious about uh, hair loss or uh, a shaved head or anything, anything to do with your hair, I my prime type. Mm-hmm. I'm nodding my head. Is bald. Yeah. I love a bald head, probably yeah. because my TV dad was Patrick Stewart as Captain John Luke Picard. Ooh. And Janet Jackson in the If Dance, the, her partner has a bald head that she keeps grabbing and throwing into her crotch. Okay. So I got a real thing for a bald head. So do not feel self-conscious about that at all. I love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But this is a no because I'm, I'm not into it. Okay. We knowed. Okay. Ronnie oh, here. Is that his first picture? That was one that people respond to most. Okay, so the from what I'm understanding, the first picture you see whenever you're going through your I likes think that's how it works. is the algorithm. Maybe it's the one that people spend the most time looking at maybe, or what? It was a blurry photo. Very blurry. Impossible to distinguish any feature on this person's face. Right. So Robbie here is 49. Okay, and his first photo is a very clear photo of a smile. And it's a but it's it's a screenshot 
oh. of it being added to another <gasps> app. You clocked that. I didn't even notice. It does have like, you know, the indicators of like another app, like the, right. you know, the three dots or the bars on the top that uh-huh. tell you it's a series of photos. Uh-huh. Interesting. So he took a screenshot of his photo being added to mm-hmm. yet another app. And then didn't crop out the details. And didn't crop out. So don't, don't, I don't, I don't get that. He is a, he is a handsome older gentleman. Yeah. Until you click to the next picture. And now he is lit in the same way that you would be lit by like a flashlight telling a ghost story. Yeah, it's and a bad photo. looks incredibly creepy. But I next th- photo is completely blurred. blurred. So the third photo was featured, I think. And the oh, fourth no, no, no. photo Maybe that was it. completely also blurred. Also worse blurred. This person will murder me. Also, this 49-year-old uh, white man's favorite song is Rockstar featuring Roddy Rich by DaBaby. That's interesting. I am incredibly creeped out by this person and he gets a an absolute no i condone the no but i'm still fascinated oh fascinated yes so we then move to someone oh let's pick that person so his name is um um ned okay ned is 29 Mm. the very first picture now he is tatted which I love. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. He has a good body for me, a body type that I like. You can read into that what you will. Um, he has sort of wavy blonde hair. He's kind of got like a grungy surfer, surfer vibe. kind yeah, of grungy vibe. vibe. He has painted nails, black nails. He's like making the, the rocker hand symbol, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, with his tongue out. It's kind of like a, tongue, yeah. a typical rocker pose. And, and JJ... Do you notice the swimsuit? Um, yeah, that was the first thing I think I mm-hmm. saw. You you uh, pointed out everything else, and mm. then his swimsuit is like a brief cut, bikini cut, like speedo, uh, black, covered in what looked like metal studs from here. Metal spikes, spikes. Excuse me, like you would find on a leather jacket. Well, yeah, and so I'm, this is a spiked bathing suit. I'm yeah, I'm really wondering how comfortable that is. And first picture, okay. and now that he is outside, right. but note sunglasses. Sunglasses for, usually uh, hide in a wonky eye. But, oh, he's handsome. He is handsome, but in this extremely airbrushed photo. Okay. we Yeah, we went to the next photo, and it's a headshot, and it's he's got what looks to be good Mesh bone shirt, structure. Good bone structure. Nice eyes. Yeah, bedroom eyes. Septum piercing. Awesome, I'm into cool. that. Uh, my ex-boyfriend had, uh, had the Prince Albert. Prince Albert. There we go. Yeah, I was ready for it. It was fun. <laughs> um, okay, he's got a picture of him that looks like it's on either a pier or a cruise ship wearing a mask. It looks like a cruise ship. Can you go on cruises during the pandemic? He has a mask well, on. Well, he did. Well, I okay. And then like a selfie from like the living room or something. Neck tats. Neck, neck tattoos. Nipples exposed. Nice nipples. Yeah. Wearing a black chain. Okay. So yeah, this guy's got a style that I think this is probably an accurate portrayal of him. I feel like his mood's coming across. Whoa, he has a gif. And he has a gif of him smoking. With really long black nails that are matte. I'm not mad at the style. The style is very there. So he is a hairstylist. Oh, cool. He's 29. Yeah. Chill hairstylist in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Down for fun or to hang. Love a <laughs> stiff drink, strong coffee, and smart, charming men's slash them's. A star emoji and then... The um, up arrow, which means he's a top. Right, in parentheses. So I don't know what the star means, if it means anything. It might just be like a pretty one. Yeah, yeah. Um, this guy's just, he's a fuck boy. Sure. He just wants to fuck. Yeah. I, I mean, well, that's that. I see why we're project or like assuming nope, that. Nope. Down for fun or to hang. Fun to hang. No, usually like looking for dates, looking yeah. for LTR, looking for, he's fun or hang, fun or hang. 
that's why he's, he's he's a fuckboy. Okay. So okay, we're we're saying Hang yeah. is is still gonna end in an orgasm. Yeah, I think. Okay, I mean, I see it, I see it, but I don't know. It's not a hard line for me. I'm always like assuming that there's more that I don't know. He's a fuckboy, and I mean, I... he's definitely like giving bedroom eyes in his photos. He's definitely yeah, like yeah. that's cool. One of his photos is literally just a down shot at his crotch. His crotch because his feet are in the pool. Look at his feet in the pool. I will fuck this person. <laughs> All right, we oh look, we we swiped right. Was that our first right? Uh, well, we did it today. It was our first. Yeah, oh, today. Yes, 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 today. yes. All right. Um, let's check our time. Okay, we can have a couple more. Is there somebody we can either go you know, positive? Like, who am I curious oh, no. about? Who are you curious? About? I'm gonna take the phone for a bit and like scroll. We are 29 to go oh. through, which we will do at a later date. Man. Okay. Oh, I like this last person. I'm I'm curious about this last person, rather. All right, so we're going to call him um, Jim. Mm -hmm. So Jim is a financial operations program manager at a place. Uh, He, I think he lives out in Long Island because he's a bit away. Um, LTR oriented, 5'10", extroverted and relationship oriented. So twice, mentioned it twice. LTR oriented, twice. Yeah. ENTP, so mentioned extroverted. Twice. Mm-hmm. Be, be intelligent, funny, and lighthearted. Mm. Ready for strings. Again, relationship-oriented. Wow, totally. Not into open relationships or hookups. So he has made sure in this <laughs> profile, in this in this four lines, yeah. to say that he was once a relationship five times. Yeah. Um, it's a lot. A, it's a lot. And like you, whenever you clock that, you know, it, it's indicative of, of their experience. Otherwise, oh, of course. This person has been hit up for sex so many times that he's like, I and need he's cute. to make it why. clear that he's very cute. Mm, the first picture was very cute. You always make sure to scroll to the next yeah. ones. And I am not physically attracted to this person. The first picture is not the representative. The last picture is really cute, too. I uh, disagree. Really? The we have very different tastes, Jack and I. Disagree. Jack and myself. Disagree. Jack and me. Disagree. Jack and me. The only picture that I uh, caught my interest was the first one, and that's why. Because you put the rest of them are more what, and that's true for me too. The first one's the best one, and the rest of them is more like what you're actually going to get. Oh, how about I used to I because this behavior is exhausting to think about, and one of the reasons that I got off the apps, I would always make my first picture not the most flattering photo of me, on purpose, not an unflattering photo. But I, it's like, you went and saved the best for life. You know what? And also, I would think of this before I get ready to go meet someone on a date. Mm. I would have, like, my newest outfit or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I would pick something that I normally wear because I want them to know what I look like and not what I look like at, like, a different level. Oh, I never dress up. No. No. Okay. No. There we go. Uh, this is a no. F- it's a no for me, dog. Sure. Um One, because after we get past the first picture, I've kind of lost interest uh, physically. Also... Ooh, ooh. Did I catch something? What? I did. Same day photos? No. No, no different day photos. Uh, mirror photos. Oh, where he his where hair his is. His hair's going the other direction. I see. So the pictures and I know this about myself. I look I look better in my mirror reflection than I do in real life. So I get it why you would flip back and forth between those photos. I this is stuff I would never clock. Um um the it's not just the photos, it's the harping 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 on relationship that mm-hmm. just I just feel like right. this is going to be a lot. It's clear and concise and it's not a mutual um project. Much. That's a no. No thanks. Shall we do one more? Do we have time? 
Yeah, okay. one last one. How about this? One. It's also the last guy. I'm, I want to pick him because I... You are picking people that I'm like, these would be automatic no's for but me. Then, okay, let's That's do... That's fine. Yeah. I want... This is what I want. All right, let's do I it. want to investigate whether this person is too good to be true. Oh, let's do it. So this is Ethan. Ethan is... Hot. <laughs> yes. But he is breaking my first rule, which is that his very first photo is uh, wearing, he's wearing a face mask. Right. And we mentioned that he's hot before we even see his face because his first his, photo is at the gym. It's a shirtless, it's a shirtless sweaty, selfie. And it's, sweaty, he just has a great fucking Yes. It's just undeniable. Selfie. Let's see when the face is revealed what has happened. So handsome. Aww. He is handsome. Also, I skip down to the bottom. Made in Brazil. Brazilians Ooh. like Jack Tracy. Okay. Well, we yeah, didn't we swipe what the the person that we swiped yes on? No, he was not the Brazilian. There was another Brazilian. Okay. But I, oh, if wow. there is Those a type of that men are, that yeah. like really seem to enjoy me, it's usually Brazilian. That I have a strong pull with the Brazilian man. Don't know why. Interesting. I do. Yeah. Okay. He is. Okay, he's really sexy. He's so sexy. Oh, bedroom. I. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. Whenever you see a picture of someone, whenever mm. they have a drink in their hand and they're on a date, do you ever wonder who took that? Yeah, okay, so here's the thing. He is a golden retriever, and that is Max's, like, number one enemy. Oh. He will never get along with that dog, ever. The golden doodle we said no to Golden well doodle, earlier. he probably, like, it's hit or miss. Really? Golden retriever? Because they're both poodles. Because oh. Max is a, 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 a cockapoo. Cockapoo. So the, the poodle, yeah. he can, other poodle mixes he's usually good with. Okay. He, I mean, when I say hates, he will levitate, he will turn into Cujo, he will attempt to murder that dog every time he sees All it. All right. But I want that man to murder my asshole. He's really, really good. So, um, I do think he is too good looking for me. And Oh, what does I'm, that mean? Well, I, I'm not as physically fit as he is. And, and anyone whose first photo is like this, right. I think that's someone what who prioritizes that. Photo that? Was, yeah, sorry. What if that photo was pre-pandemic? He's wearing a mask. I, okay. Clocks. Never mind, guys. But Made in wh- Brazil, international banker, dog whisperer, CrossFit, tennis, beach volleyball, boxing, LTR oriented. Monogamy, Monogamy is key. key. This is someone with hang-ups. That's why there we've discovered this is a ha- this is someone whom, because he has a hot body, has a lot of people who are just interested in for sex. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm I see this person. I I I am painting a picture of this mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. The CrossFit thing is triggering, even though I do it because I've already dated someone who was just super obsessed with CrossFit, and it's so boring. <laughs> um, I can't not have sex with this person, so that's a yes. Yeah. All right, so um, we have. I feel like we're just discovering. I'm incredibly vain. Uh oh. Uh, at one point, it is going to match up. There's going to be someone I'm physically attracted to, and their profile uh, is interesting. Uh, hasn't happened yet, but we hope it will someday. Uh, when we come back, we have a very special guest star. Uh, Mono Agapian is joining us. He is an L.A.-based comedian and a drag race superfan. Can't wait for you to meet him, and we will be back right after this break. Uh, hey, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I just want to make sure that the, the audio was working. Um, you know, sometimes these Zoom meetings, yeah. Right, um, so you're, you're Dr. Horsecock? Yeah, no, thank you for doing this physical uh, remotely, you know, with the way things are right now. It's, uh, you know, it's nice to, to add a level of convenience to this and not have to, you know, go outside if I don't need to. So, um, yeah, no, I did, I did get the package you sent. Let me, let me open it up right here. Oh yeah, no the, the this 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 ring this sort of navy blue ring, 
Yeah, on the box it says it's the the Royal One. Yeah, no, yeah, that, I have it. Mm-hmm. You want me to? You want me to put that where? Um. All right. Well, you're the doctor, so let me go ahead and do that. Oh, you need to see me put it on. Okay, let me stand up and and then show you. Okay. Oh. Well, it just it just sort of sent a pulse uh, through uh, me. Oh, you're doing that. You have control over that through through an app. Um, no, I mean it. It did feel good. Well, what's the medical reason for this? Oh, that makes sense. That's completely plausible, and I I believe it entirely. It is making things a little you know swollen down there. So uh, you need to see it. Okay, let me show you. Now, if you found that stupid and hot as I do, you need to get the app-enabled devices from Satisfier. Satisfier, S-A-T-I-S-F-Y-E-R.com. And you can go and look up any of their new app-enabled devices that allow you to make your own appointments with your own Dr. Horsecock. Uh, if you use discount code D-A-T, dying alone together, D-A-T, 30, you can get 30% off any of the app enabled products at checkout so head on over there today get yourself something to have some fun with let us know on the instagram um the kind of fun you're having um and the dms are always open for nudes thanks all right, everybody, we are back, and we have a very special guest with us today to play a game. Um, he is an L.A.-based comedian. Um, he is a writer. He is the host of the Drag Her podcast, which is in my ear holes every single week. Um, he is the Candy Muse apologist. He is Mono Agapian. Hello. The reason I want a boat is... I want a boat. I want a boat. <laughs> <laughs> I love candy. That's not top four behavior. I love her so much. I am honored to be an apologist on her behalf, truly. Yes. So, uh, uh, what did you, so we are recording this in mid-April, so by this time there will already have been a oh, queen. Right, right, right. right. Um, so, but uh, what did you think? We just watched the reunion. reunion. was last, uh, last night, right? No, two nights yes. ago. Yes. I thought yes. it was a little strange. <laughs> I liked the display of talent, but yes. a reunion, it was not. Right. No, it was certainly not a reunion. But I hope they continue allowing uh, all of the queens to do something that showcases mm -hmm. their their ingenuity and their creative talents in, whether it's part of the finale or whether it's part of the reunion. I like those yeah. little music videos. Yeah. I would love to keep seeing those. I thought that was really cool. It's fun. I also loved one of my favorite parts was the new award that they gave to La La Reed, the, the <laughs> golden boot. Love that. that was real cute. Well, this yeah, this is not a drag race podcast because no. there is only one. Oh right, there's drag only race podcast. one of there's those. only one, and it is drag yeah, her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and we will we, we will make sure to uh, to not uh, trample on Mono's uh, ground. Oh my god, as... I could. The thing is, I can talk about drag race so much, and I will, I do need to say that we've come so far from the first reunion where mm -hmm. Chanel got in a fight with Santino Rice over her, you know, her fashions. I'm so <laughs> glad that we're at the point now where it's like, you get an award for how bad your clothes are. Yeah, <laughs> it's cute. It gives all of us hope. I know. Uh, oh, it's fun. <laughs> but today we are here to have a different kind of fun, which is to play a game. Mm -hmm. So this is our first mm -hmm. time playing this game. So this, bear with us. This game, <laughs> <laughs> so, so hold on. Um, so this game is inspired by a phrase that I got from the uh, lovely Dan Savage, who hosts the Savage Love Cast. Uh, he talks about being 
Good Giving and Game. And that is our game, the Good Giving and Game game. And the concept behind this is we should um, approach um, getting involved with another person uh, on a sexual nature or a relationship nature, being open and communicative to each other's kinks mm -hmm. and the things that we like and the things that we don't like and just approaching everything with a fresh attitude and a, and a you know, maybe I'd like that or maybe I'll try that so long as it's within the bounds of sanity. Just hold the judgment a little just bit. Just hold the judgment and be good giving in game. So, um, Mono, I do understand that you are in a relationship. I am. Yes, I am. Are. So, Ken, for the purposes of this game, uh, will you be able to suspend uh, uh, yeah. disbelief? And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to give you the opportunity to hook up with uh, three uh, Hollywood A-listers or even just your, your top crushes. Um, wow. But we're going to ask if you're good giving in game because they have some needs and desires. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> All right. The the relationship is you get to talk. I feel like you get to talk about these things more, uh, yeah. frankly, oh, yeah. because it's just like, if we're not talking about this, are we just pretending like we don't still like men? Is that what we're ah. pretending? Like, yes. that's ridiculous. Yeah, and hypotheticals are fun any day of the week. Like, they're available for everybody. This is your, this is your, these are your hall passes. Yeah. Uh, exactly. So... So let's let's start by by coming up with what who our roster who our roster is uh, comprises of. Exactly. So we would like from you, Mono. Let's start with one. Uh, let's go with actor, mm -hmm. uh, someone, okay. uh, movies, uh, television, stage, wh whatever form, yeah. uh, comedic, dramatic, just someone that you personally find incredibly physical appealing. And if this person came on to you, you would turn to your boo and be like, "Please." Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Yeah, this is, this, okay, there's a couple people, obviously. I'm just gonna go with someone who's both super hot and, like, like broke my, you know, broke my gay brain at the right age, and I'm gonna mm -hmm. say Chris Evans. Okay, cool. <laughs> Good, we yes. had him on the list as a potential. Yeah, okay. He's just... It was great. Yeah, broke, broke your... Broke the internet, and it was great. I was just gonna... You beat me to the joke. There we go. Oh, absolutely. Beat me to it. Yes, uh, and he handled it so well. You know, JJ and I talked about this on another on another episode. We were talking about how, or no, maybe we were just talking about this uh, on our own. Right, we'll that that um, um, celebrities, we're gonna know what everyone looks like eventually, and no one's gonna care. No, yeah, like it's everyone not... has a dick pic. It's all gonna leak, and no one gives a shit. Right. Well, even now, Jack made the observation that like the uh, blame is more on whoever leaked it. However, Chris right. accidentally leaked his own, which yeah. was the thing, which is cool and whatever he owned it, it's great. But like whenever it's it's a leak or, or a you know cloud hack or whatever, people don't hold the person responsible that's in the photos. It's whoever the hell decided to. Explain. Right, right. The society blame has shifted from you're a horrible person for putting yourself on camera to you're a horrible person for invading someone's privacy and leaking something. But also thank you, Chris Evans, A, for leaking your own penis and also B, pushing the culture forward. Yeah. Uh, pushing us forward. Yeah, I loved it. It was great. And that is so interesting that like Vanessa Williams like was stripped of Miss America. Oh, oh man. Whereas like uh, that would never happen today. That can't happen today. And don't even get me started on Janet Jackson. Um, and the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Um, so... Oh, yeah. Okay, so we've got we've got Chris Evans. Um, okay, we need to fill the the roster. So we also need someone in the music industry. Mm -hmm. So a musician that really does it for you in some respect. Yeah. Okay. Let me think. Let me think. Oh, um, yeah. This is easy actually. Lenny Kravitz. Mm. Ooh. Is no 
Only Good. getting hotter. Well, yeah, I saw him in the, that that late, latest commercial, and I'm like, how is he still? How does he still look like this? Yes, agreed. Fucking rude. Um, <laughs> crazy. I am noticing a theme that you are picking people whose penises have been exposed publicly. Mm-hmm. Like you, you are making sure to pick people who you know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm working with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that, that checks out. Yeah, checks out. Go. Checks out. Okay. Um, I also enjoy. We stand the the racial diversity in the choices as well. Very oh, happy about thank this. You. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So so now we go to, now we go to a wild card. Mm-hmm. So this could be anybody. Uh, this could be anybody who is at least known to our audience in any capacity. Living or dead, we decided. Living as well. or dead. Yes. Uh, okay. Reality star who I do not consider a celebrity, which we would probably disagree on. Uh, Anybody. Oh, yeah. wow. Viral person. I, I, uh, knowing you, following you on your podcasts, I have an assumption of who you would pick, but I want you to pick first, and then I'm going to tell you who I thought you were going to pick. <laughs> so do you want me to pick someone from reality TV? If you, no, no, no. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Uh, okay, because part of me wants to pick, like, any given Survivor, you know, one of the fucking thoughts they put on Survivor every mm-hmm. year, like that Chris guy with his fucking donger. Oh, um, Yeah. That or or the, the 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 bachelor who's now gay. Oh right. Yes, Colton, lovely Colton. But I'm going to, I'm gonna go with Ricky Martin. Ooh, oh, that's good. great. Oh yes. yes oh yeah. Yes. Also okay. early horniness. He's also the only one who's gay. So you know, like I'm 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 having a little bit more of a realistic goal there. Um, yeah, and he's fucking. He's so hot still. Mm. Very. Yes. Who do you okay. think I was gonna pick? Jamal Sims. Gorgeous and hot, shiny titties. Yeah. Ah, he's so handsome. All right, so we've got. I'm gonna write this down so I don't forget it. We got Chris Evans, we've got uh, Lenny Kravitz, and we've got Ricky Martin. Um, I'll I'll take all three at once. Um, That's fine with me. That would really be nice. All right, so we're now in the game. So. Mono, congratulations. You have been hired as a last-minute writer to help punch up the script of Hollywood's brand-new ensemble rom-com, Love in the Time of Corona. It is a comedic uh, romance movie, very much in the theme of Valentine's Day. The script is just as bad. And you have been asked to spice this up, and several of the, the lead actors and featured players in this have asked to specifically meet with you to talk about punching up their dialogue. And the actors that you get to meet with today, appearing in the film, are Chris Evans, Lenny Kravitz, and Ricky Martin. Oh mm. Mm. So Chris Evans uh, uh, comes into your office and discusses his script, and you notice that there is a, a light flirtation. Um, you you think about you're probably reading into it because you know Chris Evans. Is, he's got charm is, for days. Like smiles in that way, you know. Right, and he's known to be a heterosexual, and right. and you, you this couldn't possibly be what it is. But when his hand lands on your kneecap, you understand that this is very very real. It lingers for just long enough. He tells you that he uh, has been always been interested in experimenting and has always been uh, a fan of yours specifically and a huge fan. Of drag her, um, he uh, offers. Say, really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. Yes. Okay. Great. He says yes. Really. He uh, uh, says that he's really not really interested in a relationship, but he is in, interested in exploring just for one night, mm-hmm. and he's interested in doing anything that you would be interested in doing, except wow. 
he misses his his ex, the lovely Jenny Slate, so much that in order to do so, you must wear a pair of her former lingerie, which he has kept, and be referred to as Jenny the entire time while doing one of her famous comedic voices. <laughs> Marcel the Shell. Are you good giving in game? Yes. Yes. <laughs> there was no question. There was no, there was no like, huh, which character? Like, no, no. What does Jenny Slate do again? And that sounds like. Jenny Slate uh, is a stand-up comedian. She did. Um, yes. She Parks was on Big right? And Big Mouth. She was on Big Mouth for a little bit. Yeah, she has a great comedy special. She has, um, yeah, Parks Parks and Rec. She was Cleopatra. Got it. Oh, yes. she was so high. If you're not familiar with Marcel the Shell, that's another project she did where she was a talking shell, which was really adorable. And she had a very good cartoon voice for that. Yes. Yeah, something you know in what? the register of like, hey, hello, everybody. Yes. Hello. There we go. As, as if, as if there, a strong like gust of wind would blow her away. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I can do this. Yes, absolutely. I'm game. Oh that's it. Gosh. He doesn't okay, care what great. the lingerie is, doesn't care what it looks like. Oh, it's oh okay, I'm sorry. I, 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 okay, let's talk about the negotiations. Just, just <laughs> the shits and giggles. Sure. Um, I would prefer if the lingerie was, um, you know, I want something that that still has an exposed asshole on it. Oh, right, okay. Right, so no thong. Uh, well, is a thong an exposed asshole because you can move it over or, well, no, that's a no. Not for me because the way for, the way a thong works is there's a lot of friction on the asshole for me. Mm, mm, um, mm. I know some people are incredibly used to that, but I would rather like a garter belt situation. Garter belt um, situation. I think we can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that what, would work more for me. Now, okay, for Jenny Slate, so she has a couple of cartoon voices. Um, I'm gonna say it's the voice from Big Mouth. Okay, it's the sort so, of sort of this voice. The, yeah, the okay, sort of like oh, I'm going. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. and so I have to talk. Do I have to talk in that voice during all of the events? The entire okay. events, and you've got to tell Chris how much you miss him. Yes, from the moment that he walks in the door in the bedroom, you're in character. You can't yeah. drop the illusion for him. It would just ruin everything. Yes. Right. His, his so, erection is tied to the voice. So if that's going to be hard, because I really want to just go nuts on his dick and just, right. <laughs> like... Like, do the thing, like, slam it, like, you know, when you see, like, a video of someone, like, I can eat a, I can eat a soft serve cone in one bite. Like, those videos. Oh, yeah. Those right. Oh, yeah. This is a Chris Evans eating contest. Yes. Yes. But I would have to be like, oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I have to do that while yeah. I'm getting in there. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. hard. And and think it's so 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 you have already said you're just going to go crazy on the dick. So you're, so you're also doing that voice with a full mouth. What would that sound like? <laughs> oh my god i'm also like it's jenny slate i just like i'm now i'm thinking of the character and it's a little terrible because the character is a is a kid going through puberty but it's jenny slate i have to remember yeah yes uh so so you're good giving in game you're yes. into it oh uh, good gosh. for you what a good sport you're a good person Absolutely. um we love you chris evans we know you're listening and we love you jenny slate we're huge fans of both of you i hope you i hope you enjoyed us uh using you in this example but chris so after the session with chris um uh you're i mean the wig has blown off you are you are you need you need a nap so you take a nap and um you miss 
your appointment that you had scheduled oh with Lenny Kravitz. No. no. But you you hear a knock at the door, and it's Lenny, and you let him in, and um, um, you've seen his his uh, he's already filmed some scenes, and mm-hmm. you've seen some of the take, and you're, you're gonna you're gonna help write some of the scenes that have yet to be filmed, mm-hmm. and okay. you're really impressed how well he cries. Yeah, on cue, like he has a very emotional okay. scene, and you didn't really know he had that within him. He's available. Yes, available to the deep emotions. Right. And he tells you the reason he can is because uh, it comes with a lot of practice. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh. He reveals to you that um, he has always found uh, human tears to be the best lubricant. Mm. Hmm. So, I mean, this kind of puzzles you. This is not not normal. Um, This is a little strange. Salty. So, where's he going with this? So, you need a lot of this. And so... He, you seem skeptical and uh, confused, and he offers to demonstrate. Mm. So Lenny Kravitz has propositioned to demonstrate how well human tears can be used as lubricant. And so, Mono, in order to have a sexual experience with Lenny Kravitz, both you and he must cry on cue and uh, ball all over his dick to lubricate it. Mm-hmm. And the sobbing wow. must continue until completion, because we all know that as a water-based lubricant, tears will dry very quickly. Right, they'll absorb. Yeah, his tears dry on their own. Yeah. Um, Mono, are you good giving in game to ball all over the dick? That's hard. Like, crying on cue is very, very, very hard. I've mm-hmm. like... And it's a lot of tears. It. Yeah, that's in- Yeah, that's a lot. Um, um, I'm... Because, I mean, also to think of something that's going to make me cry, I have to think of something so sad. So mm-hmm. then to be horny simultaneously, that's pretty challenging. What if your sad thought is not getting to fuck Lenny Kravitz? Right. Oh. Might be sad to watch the dick kind of go flaccid a little bit. Oh, no. Oh, no. So you're or- saying I can't. Now, so it has to be. What if in a craziest world I'm like, okay, broke back rules. No mm. lubricant. You're saying that's not an option either. Brokeback rules was saliva. Wait. So nothing. It was nothing. Right, right, right. It was pretty quick. But doesn't that inspire? What if broke back, broke back rules segued into the demonstration? Okay, so we're suggesting, so in this negotiation, mm-hmm. you know, you're saying, listen, it's it, it's not going to be wet enough for me. Right. Lenny, I'm interested, but this just doesn't seem practical. So he shrugs and says, okay, listen, I will hawk a loogie right into your hole. Wow. And then we uh-huh. can, and then we can ball our eyes out. And you know what? When I cry, mm-hmm. uh, there's some snot involved as well. So there, there'll be there. That's going to be there too. Wow. So there's going to be a lot of bodily fluids. Right. Um, and he thinks that that uh, that it'll work. And he wants to prove this. Yeah. And maybe that's kind of what he meant all along. It was just a little ambiguous. He just meant the full production of of snot and drool and. But just understanding that through this entire time, like you know, especially if it's if it's going well with normal lubricant, yeah. you have to reach for the bottle quite often in order to kind of keep things moving. Right. And so a steady supply must continue through the entire interaction. So one of you has got to keep keep in your emotions. You know, mm. this you isn't possible. This is this isn't possible. <laughs> it's like, no, there's I I for it was for me. I can't cry that much, and also. Because even when I cry, like, I it's truly like 
it's like a it just pops off you know what i mean and, and it's like i'm done in 40 seconds you okay. know we have been assuming because it's coming from lenny kravitz's performance in the movie love in the time of corona that it's a sad cry Lana, would you be able to produce enough tears of joy Ooh. because you're about to fuck lenny kravitz right that might be more possible <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that that's a that's a maybe. So okay, but here's my question: Can you? Is there any lead up? Is there any foreplay, or it's like crying must happen even before there's Ooh. dick sucking or anything or anything like that? He cannot achieve a maintainable erection without um, um, sobbing. Because I here's the thing: I don't care if he cries. That's going to be a chapter in somebody's book. <laughs> if that's what he needs, that's been. I I think it would be fine. He's right. like, that's great. But I just don't think I could cry for that long at all. Right. So I'm, mm, I'm, mm. I'm worried. I'm, if I'm all being right. honest, I don't think I can deliver the cries. There we go. All right. Well, let's... Super let's, honest take. Very honest take. I am mildly concerned for your partner, but we <laughs> don't care if he cries. Maybe it makes it better for you. No, um, don't care. <laughs> so we're moving to... So you, you, you said, you know what, Lenny, let's make an appointment later. I got to look more into this. I don't quite believe this. Mm -hmm. I don't think this can work. Let, I need to do some research. Yeah. I need to... Mm -hmm. I need to... to I need to go to school on this. So let's talk later. So as he leaves, in the door comes Ricky Martin. Oh, my God. Ricky Martin is, of course, a homosexual man. Um, we don't know anything about his current relationship in terms of its, I don't at least, in terms of its openness. But for, for the, we're going to presume for this that he is, um, he's not cheating on his his partner. They are open and he is, he is yeah. and he, he just walks in right away and says, I don't give a shit about this script. I am horny as fuck. Can we do this? Yeah. Like, no, 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 that's just it. He's just laying it all down. Right. However... Ricky, you know, he's been a celebrity for a long time, and right. he's been in the music industry for a long time, and his kink, the thing that really gets him hard, is a fan. He loves the fans, and really loves the fans, and so very specifically, the, in the order- The machine or the people? Um, uh, both. He needs the wind machine on him yeah. during. He's also very sweaty. He's very sweaty. He's yeah. He he performs hard. And but what he really needs you to do is to prove how much you enjoy his music catalog by singing his songs into his erect cock like a microphone. Yes. While sucking it, doing karaoke into the so microphone. So we need you to karaoke his back catalog. Mm -hmm. Using his dick okay. as the microphone, mm -hmm. but while you're down there, you can also suck it. But you got to keep the tune going because if too long without without a, a Ricky Martin song, he's going to start going. Low. Exactly. Like there's a correlation between your commitment to the performance and the commitment of his erection. Exactly, and not just the performance on the penis, the performance to the music, most specifically. Yeah. I'm getting so excited about singing Private Emotion into his penis. I'm getting really Good. excited about yes, that. Yes, it's going to happen. Yeah, I think so. I know I know at least a few. I would love to, I would love to, you know, he did a collaboration with Madonna called Cuidado Con Mi Corazón, which is mm. uh, really good trash. I would love to <laughs> sing Be Careful With My Heart while I'm being uncareful mm. with his cock. That would yes. be are are you aware of the um, um, canceled Pepsi commercial that he did with Janet Jackson? No, wait, no, 
They sing, so I'm a huge Dana fan. They sing, ask, it's her song, Ask for More, which is a B-side off of the Velvet Rope, and it was a Pepsi commercial, and they're in it together, and they sing, and they are like all up on each other. You might want to check, it's on YouTube. Uh-huh. Check it out. But you can sing that into okay. a stick, too, if you want to. Mm. Um, there was almost not a downside to that scenario, right? Like, Well, I mean, you don't find it awkward at all to be like, you know, she bangs, she well, baby, like, that's not, like, you can just commit. Maybe. Ricky Martin, yes. Bringing new new meaning to William Hung, for sure, when Ooh. you're singing shebangs into his cock. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. It's freaky. <laughs> I don't think he is smart, so I, I <laughs> I'm willing to concede this. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, in a weird way, it's liberating to let go of making him perfect, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I mean, like this is gonna be a perfect hookup, blah blah blah. It's almost more fun to be like, oh my god, he's such a fucking freak. I'll mm. have the story forever, and uh, it'll all, it might even help me as opposed mm. to like mm. you know mm. letting mm. getting deluded into thinking that this could be more than it ever could be. Yes, is is it more or less freaky if you are singing karaoke into his cock? Or if he, through the entire time having sex with you, is just singing his own catalog. Ooh. I think I would love that even more. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so fun. Even if it's Shebangs. Even if it's Shebangs. If he's singing La Vida Loca while he's pounding me out, how fun is that? Because he really is living the cra- he is living a crazy life if he's he is living crazy. All right. Well, it seems as though, I mean, Manu Agapian is good giving in game. Yes. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us um, for good giving in game. Mono Agapian, I can't believe we got you. I can't believe you're here. This is amazing. Oh, thank you. Oh, please, 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 please. Thank you. I mean, I am so glad I could talk about filthy, nasty <laughs> sex. <laughs> such an honor. Uh, please tell the people where they can find you. Sure. Yeah. You know, find me on the internet at my name, Mono Agapian. Um, yeah, on the Instagram and the Twitter, um, you can listen to my podcast. I have too many. I talk about drag and the Drag Her podcast. I talk about music videos with Oscar mm-hmm. on podcast Kill the Video Star. And I even have a Patreon pod where we talk about all things trash with Betsy Sodaro, who's a real oh, gem in a treat. And um, oh, that one is that one's a really fun ass time, too. So yeah, just find me online. Great. We'll put all of that in the show notes. Thank you, Mana, for joining us. And after this break, uh, JJ and I will decide to leave you with love and light or pick a fight. (laughs) And now to leave you with some love and light or to pick a fight. Uh, I'm going to leave you this week with a fight because... Of course I am. I am going to pick a fight with um, people who cancel plans um, but do not affirmatively take it upon themselves to reschedule them, right? I have been on so many instances where someone is like, oh, hey, we're, I know we're supposed to get dinner tonight, but I, I really, you know, I, I something came up. Um, brain check. Sure. I tell you, I, what, what that does, sure, things happen, you know. Um, 
it is your responsibility to now reach out to me and plan whatever it is we're doing next or ask me when I'm free or this. It is not my responsibility to chase you who has canceled the plan. I'm not desperate. I don't need it. There are plenty of other people who can keep a calendar. Um, but yeah, the idea of like canceling and then just like waiting for me to like reschedule the thing that you canceled, eat me. Uh, JJ. Hey, everybody. I'm also going to pick a fight today. We're going to get combative. Two fights. I'm going to pick a fight against the stereotypes of ominous vans. <laughs> Dear Lord. Because, because they have a rap. If you see a white van that doesn't have windows on the side, immediately it gets labeled as creepy, as, as predatory. When sometimes there's just a lonely Jewish man driving that van <laughs> and he needs to get off desperately. <laughs> Do not get in on Mark Vans. No, uh, do no, no, not no, get no. in on That's Mark. not the message. I'm just saying that they don't deserve the creepy reputation of like predators. That sometimes it's just like a, a guy who will ask if you're comfortable, ask if he can if uh if if he can ask a question and what do you think the percentage like the the over under is on with a white with a creepy van with a sorry with a with a unmarked van uh windowless van being uh murder or beer can cock my personal experience has been a hundred percent beer can cock <laughs> <laughs> so that leads me to believe this stereotype is i can't allow this to unfounded. continue we'll see you next week <laughs> and that is it for today with dying alone together don't forget to leave a five-star rating wherever you're listening and leave us an equally glowing review to help us reach more listeners. If you'd like to be featured on Dying Alone Together, follow us on Instagram at Dying Alone Podcast and DM us your stories to litigate, feature, or even just comment on, and, uh, along with any dating etiquette questions or rants. You can follow me at JJ Bozeman. And me at Jack Tracy Official. Dying Alone Together is produced by Necessary Outlet Productions. You can find more content from Necessary Outlet at www.youtube.com forward slash Necessary Outlet and www.necessaryoutlet.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe. 